is this thing on? Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. It's Brittany, bitch. Uh, JK, you're not lost. This is yeah. Can't Parlay. Back again for another amazing week. Yes. I'm Jess. And I'm Rainy. I do want to take a quick minute though. Yes, we, we definitely need to do that. We're taking a quick minute to talk about Brittany. Yes. If you are here for sports, fast fucking forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brittany's been a large part of my life and Same. I've been very concerned about her for a while. I've been very aware of the free Brittany movement for quite some time now. Yes. However, I did not realize how invasive and how trapped she really is until watching this documentary. Well, it's really just like an episode FX series they're doing. I thought it was like New York Times. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like it's on Hulu. Framing Britney Spears. Look it up. Watch it. Interesting title, I would say. Um, Very accurate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen some highlights or recaps from people and just like their overall reaction to return to what you said earlier, I have also been very much a part of this free Britney movement as far as like learning everything. But like, you know, what's so, 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 so bad when she doesn't even realize what she's in. But I think she does. And I think that is what this Framing Britney Spears explore. There's actually a podcast. We'll just give them a shout out called like Britney's Graham. Yeah. And it's these two girls who for years have been dissecting her Instagram posts. And they make a really good argument about how for years she's really been saying like, help me. Yeah. Well, like the comments, wherever people are like, if you, if you want to get out, wear a yellow shirt or whatever. Yeah. And she posts something in a yellow shirt and then like Mm -hmm. puts roses or like talk about flowers if whatever. But then there were some times whenever she came out and would be straight up bringing attention to that saying, guys, I just really like to wear yellow. It's my favorite color. And I just like flowers. I've always liked flowers. So I'm like, oh my God, like deep diving because I'm very much into Britney Spears freedom, whatever the fuck that means to her. So I'm like, oh my God, are they getting to her and making her say this stuff? Like I- Well, and there was one tweet or Instagram, whatever it was, where when she did go away in silence and everyone was like, we haven't heard from Britney in so many days. her, Her response finally was just taking some time for myself smiley face and everyone pointed out how she never uses that she she's like an overuser of emoji so fucking and so they, that's what people are saying they're like we don't even know if she's really running her own instagram Shit. accounts and stuff it's wild and it's sad and it's just somebody who is an adult who can make their own decisions and can go on tour and make money and vacation all of these things take care of her kids she should not be under a conservatorship no nope. and it's literally like a revenue scheme for like her dad and this yeah. manager guy or lawyer guy well so quick question for you and maybe our other two viewers that have watched this or listeners rather how did you feel about JT coming out at the end of it? So I was going to mention that one of the most interesting parts, I mean, there's so many, is to take a look back at how society treated her 
at a very vulnerable age in her teens and post-teen a little bit, but that's really where a lot of the heat is coming from too. And I wouldn't want to put it on JT. I don't think he did anything as crazy as like some of the Matt Lauer stuff they show and oh gross me out yeah yeah and there was a family feud episode where it's named things that Britney's lost in the last year and it's like her virginity her hair her her mind and I'm like that's fucked up it really shows as a society how far we've come but then like how far we still have left to go and in terms of just like women in general because like there are reporters are straight up asking her if she's a virgin and it's like this is just like not okay yeah well and even like what was it like Ed McMahon which I mean him asking her even at like eight or nine or something yeah, he's like in. oh do you have a boyfriend and it's like yeah as as simple as that seems to some people that is why so many people are the way they are like at eight years old you're asking a girl if she has a boyfriend like get the fuck on come on yeah. just highlights this inappropriateness that used to just be so acceptable yeah. and not just with women but with mental for health. sure for just sure wild how everyone took her mental health and her mental instability and just made a mockery of it. And that was okay. Yeah. So I don't want to highlight Justin because his, I feel like was a little bit more like, and I don't know. I mean, I guess we don't truly know what went on behind the scenes, but she cheated on him and he made that video. And then it kind of gave, I think that societal okay for everyone to just attack her. So, you know, Justin really kind of flipped the narrative, not flipped the narrative, but, but put the narrative out there. And then everyone just like went ham on Britney. So, I mean, I get why he's getting heat, but I'd also say he had a situation there too, where he got hurt. Yeah. I I think there's a lot worse behaviors that we should be pointing out. Now I'm not saying we should cancel them. Some of them are already canceled, Matt Lauer. I think it's just very eye-opening to how things have evolved. And I think it's important to point out that that behavior is like not okay and no longer okay. But I would say JT of all people is kind of on the lower end of the of the issues that we see in that documentary, in my personal opinion. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Brittany, if you're listening... Send us we a smoke you. signal, girl. I will come pick you up. Like, yeah, we got you, girl. Like, Brittany for life over here. No, for real. And in honor of that, random question is going to be, what's your favorite princess of pop Britney Ooh. Spears song? Oh, golly, that's really hard. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> oh, my God, it's so hard. Yeah, and definitely also, not going to be just one answer here, but I'm going to hold you to making and picking a favorite. So this is really fucking hard. I don't know that I can pick one song right now. So I can pick one album and it was her self-named album. Britney is probably my favorite album overall. Oh, why are you laughing? This is hilarious. Well, I literally can't pick because, but the reason I picked that is because there are so many songs on that album that I like knew every single word of and was obsessed with. Yeah. You know, I was in fucking high school. So of course I had all the feels. Right. Motherfucking emotions. Oh yeah. So that's my favorite album. I can give you that answer. I mean, I appreciate it. Like, you're like, Thank this you. is all I got. This is all I can give. <laughs> it's way too hard. Narrow it down. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go with Baby One More Time. It's yeah. Just, it has to be number one. We used to have, I think I've actually mentioned this on the podcast before, <laughs> embarrassingly enough. We used to have satellite, like unlocked satellite growing up. So we had all of these music channels before that was really a thing. People are probably like, what does that mean? Like, duh, stop Spotify. That wasn't a thing back then. Okay. No. We had satellite streaming music and it was fucking cool. You could just turn on a channel and it would yeah. play like various uh, music. Yeah, also, that. by the way, 
laptops weren't things back nothing then. Nothing was a thing. Not a <laughs> nothing was a thing back then. It was cassette tape or CD if you were good. Yeah. yeah. So turning on a TV channel to have on loop whatever genre channel you chose was pretty fucking cool. Hells yeah. I remember putting it on pop hits and just waiting for baby one more time to come on. And I bet it came on once an hour and I would just sit there and wait as if it was going to be the next song every time. Well, I mean, I get it because my, you had that. I had a really, really, really silver boom box that I had to tape in and every day, like the top or hot 100 top something or like kiss FM always had one too. And so I just recorded all 10 songs And then I would just like let it go and then just wear that shit out. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, Um, I guess I should give it more context. I did the satellite thing when the song was brand fucking new and I didn't own the cassette yet. I remember getting the cassette for Easter. Like the Easter Bunny brought it to me and I died. So yeah, Baby One More Time has to be number one. Honorable mention to three is like one of my top songs. Circus, sometimes. It would be easier to pick ones I don't like. Ones we don't like. Yeah. To be honest, which there might be two. Not even one coming to my mind right now. Yeah. I can't think of one. Yeah. So Drive Me Crazy, anyway. another top one. The remix. Yes. Let the original oh, ones yeah. fly too. Like, don't fucking worry. Yeah. Don't come at us. We're, we're in for both. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, could, I could go on for hours. We could have a whole entire we podcast. We went to Britney to together. I didn't even think about that. Mm-mm. Yes, we did. Where? AAC. We had like front row fucking seats, fourth row uh, seats. I, I was not touched there. her. Nicki Minaj opened for her. I was not there. Yes, you were. <laughs> Swear to what? Swear on my life. Were we by ourselves? It was us two and we sat by these amazing gay guys and we had the best fucking time. This I'm happened. scared and think I need to be checked into a hospital. Yeah, I think so too. I don't remember that. This wasn't that long. Like, I, it was definitely my... a long time ago. It was like 10 years It was years a long ago. time ago, but it wasn't like fucking, oops, I did it again tour. We were like old. <laughs> We can afford to sit in the fourth row. Oh my God. I'm like not even a hard time with this. Guys, if 90% of the people that listen to this podcast know Jess and know that her memory is fucking impeccable. So yeah, she's right on this. And I actually have a blackout moment where we weren't even drinking there, I'm sure, because we weren't even 21. We're not 21. I really think we were. Do I have early onset Alzheimer's? Like I'm actually freaking out right now. We are going to have to start a Patreon because someone's going to need- I think it was her femme fatale tours. I think it was 2011. We were both 21. Wow. I just, I'm actually scrolling back in my Facebook timeline because- well, whatever. We'll chalk it up. You're right. I'm wrong. I have no idea I've, that out of my mind. The bad thing is, is like, I am not, I can't sit here and say that we have like photos. Like no, I can't, don't. I don't know that I can pull up like a picture. We don't have any. I doubt it. We were, we're still terrible at taking photos together. We're really bad. But we did go like that 100% happened. You know what sucks? All I can think about right now is taking this awesome mic and singing Britney songs. Okay. You record that (laughs) anyway. um, But yeah, praying for her T's and P's. God, man. Let's get this figured out. Sarah Jessica Parker's on board. Yeah. Which I'm loving. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking tequila, so maybe we should move on or this is going to go down a (laughs) worse hole than it already is. No, I I totally understand. Okay. So Um, we'll move on. Thanks for bearing with us, but we've got to talk about our girl. We've got to talk about our girl, Britt. It's an important current event and not just a current event, but a past event that is still current. I mean, come on. Getting her out of that conservatorship is going to be a fucking sport. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, so Super Bowl. Uh, that freeing Britney has actually lasted longer 
than I think Tom Brady's career in the NFL. And that's probably the only thing. Good take. Probably. Been going on quite some time. I want to start out this conversation by saying, if you looked at our published picks, got them both fucking wrong. But there is one pick that I got right. And it's the only pick that matters. If you listened last week, (laughs) I said very, very clearly that I was filling the bucks. Yeah. And the statement that I made verbatim was, (laughs) whatever pick I go with is going to be the wrong pick. So stay tuned to bet the opposite of me. You did. So I don't want to fucking hear it. I warned you all. Obviously, I'm sad. I'm pissed. Yeah. Well, I'm mad because you said last episode, please go with Bucks then. So Chiefs win. And I kind of forgot about that. So I'm kind of mad at myself even more because I kind of had your okay to go with the Bucks. Yeah, definitely. Because every article, every person that was talking about it or asked like, what do you think? What do you think? I kind of felt like, oh shit. I was saying kind of the same shit that like Kurt Warner said or whatever. And then I'm like, yeah. it doesn't fucking matter because we were both wrong as fuck. And that's exactly why I said it's yeah. making me want to go bucks because I was like, everybody that I hear is saying fucking chiefs. And that's when I'm like, I don't feel good about this. Yes. And you did the same thing like with the Steelers. And in this situation, you very much have been listen, a team that's winning a lot isn't going to be good in the Super Bowl. And like, what did the Chiefs lose? Two fucking games this year? I think one, well, two with they the Super Bowl. Two. Yeah. Well, no, three total now. Oh, really? Because I think they lost to the Chargers and the Raiders. Oh, for some reason, I thought they only had one loss. I don't know. I'm stupid. Maybe. Continue. <laughs> no, you're not. The Chiefs are my actual second team. So that's why it's so sad. However, oh. leading up to this, everybody that said what they said was right. The Chiefs did have a better season. The Bucks just really picked it all up and put their shit together towards the end of the year. And they were unstoppable. Their defense was impeccable. Absolutely. I'm mad at myself because I feel like I just let all the elements get in my head. And I always do that. I'm the worst about that. Not even with gambling, just like in life. Yeah, that is me. Yeah, no. And that's me to a T. I always second guess myself like everything. So I've got to stop doing that mainly for my gambling career. But I felt like there was a level of if I go with the Chiefs and I'm wrong, I can feel good about it. But if I go with the Bucks and I'm wrong, I'm going to feel like an idiot. But then it's also like looking back is everybody just like, duh, what were we fucking thinking? It's Tom fucking Brady. I don't know. I don't feel that way. I kind of do. I actually, I definitely do. I don't because here's the thing. What's some one thing that I kept saying? I'm like, if they both play their best game, it's going to be a good game. But I think the Chiefs will win. But they did not both play their best game. Yeah, but I think there were elements going into it that we could have known that was going to happen with Eric Fisher and the fucking, what's his other guy's name that was out? Like the offensive line guys, like them being out. And Tampa's defense being the way that they they were leading up to that fucking game. I just feel like we should have fucking known. I feel like an idiot. The fuck was I thinking? I think the takeaway is majority of the people went Chiefs. So if you feel stupid, honey, you're not alone. (laughs) There is a few of us out there that were hardcore for sure. This is what I'm doing. Felt so cocky about it. Felt real good about it. And then we didn't even score a fucking touchdown. Yeah. That's what? wild. The players that you have, I will say, I have to call out that what, that play where Patrick Mahomes was literally horizontal, like three inches off the yeah. ground, fucking threw a really good pass. 
Yes. Yeah. I'm here to say Patrick Mahomes is getting a lot of fucking heat right now and I'm not okay with it. Me either. You can say certain things, but okay, A, his career, not over. He's 20 fucking four. Oh my God. Tom Brady's 42. We have 15 more fucking years to go for us to even be able to compare the two. I don't want to hear that. I think he had an excellent game for what... He did what he could do. There's only so much he can do. Exactly. I think a lot of people in his position would have given up way before. Yeah. And I think his his offensive line obviously wasn't doing anything for him. And his fucking receivers weren't either. Oh my God. Drop passes. Yes. In their hands. Drop fucking passes. In their fucking... Hit them in the fucking head. Drop passes. They were slip sliding all over the place. Like, it wasn't wasn't good. It wasn't good as as a unit, as a team, but to... To take anything away from Patrick Mahomes and his ability and what he's been able to do is insanity to me. Couldn't agree more. Now, I think the only argument people are going to make now is that when it comes to the whole GOAT situation, Tom Brady's always going to have this win over him. I think there's obviously factors that play into that, but... That'll just be the one thing that maybe you could say come 15 years from now. Well, thank you for saying that because my whole thing with this and what I always say when people compare Michael Jordan and LeBron James or Michael Jordan and Kobe, I'm like, guys, not only is it a completely fucking different game, but like you can't compare them. Tom Brady's been in the league for 18 fucking years. That's an entire lifetime. You can't compare them because Patrick Mahomes has been in the league for four fucking years. No, I agree. But uh, people are going to compare themselves. Oh, and there may not be many more of those. Yeah, exactly. That may not happen again. So Brady may always have that one up. For sure. And somebody before all this, like months ago, was saying if they go to the Super Bowl, which happened, and Tom Brady wins, then Patrick Mahomes would have to have like three more Super Bowls than Tom Brady did. And I'm like, that's aggressive, but get it. It's aggressive, but it's kind of fair in a way. Yeah. I don't know who makes those rules. Like who's fucking charting together that bullshit? I don't know, but seven Super Bowls is just... Yeah, no, it's fucking insane. And really quick before we dive into Tom Brady and him having seven fucking rings, the funniest thing to me is I guess somebody asked him like during the off season what he's going to be working on. And he goes, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to be working on my speed. I see all these guys out here now and, you know, they're making moves. I got to make some of those moves. And I'm just dying laughing because Tom Brady at 43 years old is going to work on his speed this year. Like, no, you're not. Fuck. I mean, he'll probably end up improving his fucking speed. Watch this motherfucker come back and run like a, I don't know, something really fast. Also, like, I'm about to go on the TB12 fucking method. Yeah, I'm sold. It obviously works. Whatever (laughs) he's doing, I'm in. Sign me the fuck up. No joke. I guess before we really dive into probably what will be a big Tom Brady discussion, we need to discuss, which is more kind of game related, this whole ref ad call situation. What are your thoughts? Well, (laughs) I do think (laughs) that the Chiefs weren't helping themselves out. I mean, Tyron Matthew was frustrating and like his emotions were high, but like I also kind of felt like he was being picked on a little bit. I'm not going to sit here and say that there are shitty calls and blah, blah, blah. Like there are some good calls. But I do think there are some questionable calls, like pass interference calls on uncatchable balls. There are a couple very obvious ones where I'm like, seriously, like that's happening. I'm not going to blame the loss on that. Like there's yeah. a ton of other things happening. Yeah, I, I don't think you can chalk a 22 point loss up to the refs. I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw that out there. Most of the calls that everyone's up in arms about were very much questionable calls in the sense that they are judgment calls. 
Some of them, I think you could say, you could argue one way or the other. The pass interference calls, I wasn't that mad about them. I think the first one that everyone's kind of freaking out about, he tripped him. So of course it looked like it wasn't a catchable fucking ball. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I mean, I think if they were continued running and he didn't get tripped five yards or so ahead, like I think it would have very much been a a catchable pass. The second one, I could see a little bit more of like uncatchable, but still didn't really think it was that crazy of a call. Now, I think a lot of people are arguing like inconsistency, but I don't think there were any calls on on Tampa Bay that just didn't get called. I didn't see where they had pass interference calls that should have been made personally. I get. Did they even get a penalty at all that game? I mean, I think so. They weren't game changing ones. I think the argument. That's the difference. Yeah, that's the biggest difference. I think in this game is that the penalties that were happening against the Chiefs all at least there were like three major ones that like one Gronk ends up scoring off of another one they end up losing like 20 something yards on a fucking punt and then the other one was like something the, else. Uh, the interception call yeah. like that's what I'm saying there's yeah. a lot of calls that happened that were pivotal moments in the game yeah. for sure I just don't necessarily think they were wrong calls what I would have liked to have seen is the refs back off a little more like I want to let them play yeah, But I do agree that were a lot of big calls on the Chiefs that were pivotal calls and not on Tampa Bay. But I can't sit here and say like, oh, here's a play where they should have called something on Tampa Bay and they didn't. I, in my head... I don't have an example of that. Maybe I'm just not remembering. And I think too, the fucking missed catches by his by the Chiefs fucking receivers was way worse of an impact than the refs made, in my opinion. I don't know that I'll say that, but definitely I think it was a group effort of every Chiefs player and refs and everything. Like when all of that's bottled up, like when I saw like Matthew go to the sideline and like do all that shit, I'm like, this is it. This is, and that was early. I'm like, dude, you gotta fucking calm down. Like you were here last year what are you fucking doing yeah yeah that was definitely but i get it right like that's the thing with sports like emotions run so high i'll say i'm pretty sure gronk's coming back i know tom brady i mean why fucking wouldn't you well he wants to but like you know he's still gronk like he can't have retirement to come here and i think people thought it was kind of a joke at first so for this to now be a real thing which obviously should be like the first two touchdowns were gronk or brady to gronk but the coolest takeaway that i on the buck side obviously freaking mike evans Oh, yeah. I love that guy. I do think he's semi-inconsistent as far as fantasy goes, but he's so good. So like Bruce Arians was like, he's the most unselfish superstar I've ever met in my life. And he said that. that. Yeah. And he said, so basically Mike Evans was like, take my money. Whatever you need to do, whatever the Bucks need to do to keep this team together, take my money. That's awesome. Right? That is so cool. I mean, I hope they don't do that. But Well, me neither. I love that. And I think, didn't Tom Brady do that in the past with the Patriots? I wouldn't be surprised. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have done that in the past. So I just love to bring it up and point it out, people that do do it. And I don't actually know where he's from, but I do know he went to A&M. So I'm calling Texas boy and I'm a fan. I will tell you, he needs to cut his fingernails. Oh, okay. I don't want to look at that. I don't that look at that. One of those I, I'm pretty sure he wears gloves. Hear. Yeah, same. Don't zoom in, but love him from mm-hmm. afar. He has an adorable family. He wears gloves during the game, so no one's getting Edward Scissorhand. Um, <laughs> Gross. Yeah, but this is silly. So I went down a rabbit hole because on that post where Mike Evans, you know, was like, take my money, Devontae Parker commented like 100 to be like, oh. obvious reasons. Yeah, which I love. Like, 
athletes supporting athletes, whatever. Well, then this fucking troll gets on there and starts trying to fuck with Devontae Parker. For the next 20 minutes, I was scrolling down comments of Devontae Parker going back. Was this on Twitter? No, just Instagram. So even worse, even harder to look through. Yeah. But how did I miss this? Well, I don't even know how I saw it. I was like, where are you at? Comments by athletes. Like, (laughs) I have 16 screenshots of this fucking conversation. And it'd be easier if I could just go to a place where they have it all. Exactly. So anyway, I just thought it sucked because they were like just talking shit to Devontae Parker about his shit. And they were like Dolphins fans. Yeah, it was fucked up. Some of the stuff they said was kind of funny, but he would just respond. He'd be like, uh, that one sucked. Try again. (laughs) Like he was just ready for him. So anyway. But yeah, I think we touched on it a little but i think we still have to dive a little more deep into tom brady and the freak of nature that he is has seven super bowls now and that is now more than any organization in the nfl or any franchise i guess you should say which is it's insanity but even crazier today i read which i didn't write down the teams but there's 18 teams in the nfl and you add up all their super bowl wins still not more than tom brady There's 32 teams in the NFL. That's half. Yeah. Can we all finally admit, by the way, like, yes, listening to everybody and all these players after the game, like playoff Lenny, for example. Now Super Bowl Lenny. Now Super Bowl Lenny. But Leonard Fournette, I was watching him on like something. But what was so cool listening, well, first of all, he was unemployed at the beginning of this fucking year. Yeah. And then he wins a Super Bowl. Incredible. So awesome. I've been wanting something big for him for a long time since LSU you. So I'm happy for him. But how he was describing playing with Tom Brady, he was like, yeah, so this dude like calls me all the time and is like, hey, what kind of plays do you like? I want you to play with me. Before he even came on to the Bucks, like got signed or whatever, Tom Brady called him and was like, hey, I, I want you to play with me. Like, I want us to play together. It's so cool. So Bruce Arians recognizing that about Tom Brady and letting Tom Brady do his thing. I know yeah. you love your boy, Bill Belichick, but I'm here to tell you if we are comparing or if we are saying that whole argument that everybody was all up in arms about, like, is it Bill? Is it Tom? It's Tom, motherfuckers. He is the glue. He is the common denominator that like genuinely cares. I'm not saying Bill Belichick doesn't care. And I'm not saying his track record isn't awesome. I'm just saying, look what this motherfucker did with this team of like almost misfits at one point. Absolutely. It's incredible. So to hear Leonard Fournette be like, yeah, man, this guy calls me all the time. He's like, hey, like this game went like this, but like, what would you, what do you need me to do to help you succeed? I'm like, what the fuck? That's so cool. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And obviously I've defended Bill Belichick in the past and I'm definitely one, like, I'm going to sit here and say like, I don't, I don't care for the whole like Tom Brady versus Belichick argument. I think it's ridiculous. I I think it's apples to oranges. However, there is now an argument after this performance was Belichick almost in a way holding Brady back because he didn't have that relationship. And I think it's hard to have that relationship at the beginning. You know, he hasn't proved himself, but then he definitely did prove himself. And like one stat today was, so Brady won this game by 22 points. If you add up the deficit of all of his other Super Bowl wins, it's like 29. (laughs) Yeah. Like, was is he just now unleashed and it's going to be even fucking worse? How is that possible? I don't know. So, yeah. So please tell me you saw that video that I don't know who put it out, ESPN or someone where they're like Tom Brady in Super Bowl or it was like 2052 and then they do all this shit. And like by the end, it's like the Super Bowl is in space. But like he has these like Avengers stones in the gloves. They go through all these different things of like, oh, Super Bowl this. And in that specific one, he's like playing his 
son in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, and in one episode or in one scene, he's like playing Drew Brees' son in the Super Bowl. Like, it's so stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> Did not see that, but that's awesome. Oh, it was really good. Like, the production was on point. Oh, fuck. That's so cool. What a fucking year for Tampa Bay sports. Yeah. I mean, they only have three sports. Well, I mean, not only. They have three sports. They don't have four. They don't have NBA. Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup, which was a knife through my actual heart. We had Tampa Bay Rays make the World Series, even though they lost to the Dodgers. And now the Tampa Bay Bucks coming out of the fucking woodwork, winning the goddamn Super Bowl at home. Yeah. Yeah. Is Tampa Bay just like, I need to uh, text my old bossies from Tampa. Be like, is y'all city just like made of fucking gold now? Like Uh, apparently so. And that was kind of this weird, funny theory, like back months ago, whenever the lightning was doing good and people were kind of like crediting Tom Brady for it then they're like if Tom Brady comes to Tampa and we start winning fucking championships we're gonna crown him like king of Tampa or whatever and I'm like well here we are you know how there's like all this talk now about aliens being real like it's kind of not even a thing anymore they're actually real and the government has admitted it um people are saying that they could actually be among us and I'm like yeah I'm pretty sure Tom Brady number one yeah and Musk is number two (laughs) yeah that's the those are the two three well I was just gonna say he just stepped down as CEO so he's definitely there he's like too much spotlight yeah he's he's heading back up to the fucking galactic (laughs) alliance or whatever yeah, he's been called back. That's yeah, so that's, it's just wild. So want to yeah. shout out like Tampa and all their success. That's awesome. Yeah, well done. It is It is really cool for a city in general. Yeah, exactly. One hot take that I wanted to talk about. How do we feel about Patriots fans celebrating this win? Because I got to say, I'm not a fan of this. I'm on board with you rooting for him. I'm on board with you wishing Tom Brady well, being happy that he won another Super Bowl. But I am not going to get behind you acting as though this is some sort of win from the Patriots. This is your time to be sad and your time to be mad. Yeah, and also to go fuck yourselves. Yeah, (laughs) this is your time to suffer. You join the rest of the world and this is what football's like. Yeah, that's hilarious. And just kidding, because half my family is Patriot fans. Well, how are are they fucking celebrating this win? I actually don't know. I should text them and be like, are you excited about this or what? Because I hate this. I love that you brought it up, but I hate that this is poking in my mind. But I read an article yesterday or something that was talking about the amount of viewers that were in Boston that viewed the Super Bowl or whatever. And someone made a joke of like, yeah, and half of them that watched it love him and half of them, half of them hate him probably. But that's what's annoying to me is like, okay, are you guys all that are celebrating? Like, were you guys happy for him when he left and like moved on to the Bucks, or were you fucking pissed about him? Exactly. Yeah. That's where I come in. Like, no, I'm with you on that. That's petty as fuck as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to go as far as to say you're not a true Patriots fan if you're no. not fucking sad and crying and upset right now. Yeah. Like, he could have still been on your fucking team. You should be pissed the fuck off. Yeah. Nope. Totally agree. And I mean, and I look at it like, I mean, I guess we've never had a fucking six Super Bowl winning quarterback on the Dallas Cowboys, but like. Nope. And for in our defense, call. nobody else has either. So, so we're good. Exactly. So it's hard to compare it in a way. And again, I get being excited for him, but I feel like there are people who are literally just like riding the coattails of the Bucks win here. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's fair not weather. how this works. Yeah. Fair weather fans, my girl. Yeah. Well, and that's true. I guess this does go back to the old, um, old adage of fair weather fans, but that's exactly what you are. 
Cowboys were out. I was obviously rooting for the Bills and I would have been excited for them to get a win, but in no way would I have been like celebrating as if I was like in some way, like my heart was happy and like I, I was involved in that. Yeah. I would have just I been think, happy yeah. that the Bills won. Yeah. I do think eventually we will buy Bills merch, but like I'm not going to go crazy on it. I might buy like one shirt. Exactly. Maybe one that specifically goes to charity. That way it's a win-win. A win-win. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm just, I'm here to say like, I'm not. No, I'm not buying doesn't it. doesn't fly in my, in my book. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, um, I think the last thing I had on the Super Bowl is did Tony Romo piss himself? Oh, absolutely. God damn it. Tony P. Pants. Tony P. Pants. <laughs> Tony P. Pants. Fuck, man. God, we're going to have to start like a whole new account about pants. I know. I know. Women can't WCP squared. Women can't pants. Women can't parlay pants. Oh, shit. Seriously, like, I felt, I saw it immediately, and I was like, why am I looking at his dick? But I'm like, I'm not looking at his dick. It's just a wet spot on, and I have to say, (laughs) I do not know if this friend even knows I have a podcast, (laughs) but he said, this cracked me up. His girlfriend actually is the one that told me he said it, but... She said when it happened, he like rushed up to the screen and was like taking pictures, but like, no, Tony, no. And then it was like, oh my God. He goes, man, those pants are like primed for a peace spot. Like for yeah, a peace spot. It's like, yeah, a light gray slack. Nothing. The only thing worse are khakis. Correct. Damn and it. Did he I ever said, respond to it? I never looked. Well, I haven't seen anything from him, but that's what I think yeah. is great. My original thing was like, please tell me you saw this, but. I, and I hate this for Tony, but if anybody can get through this, it's fucking him. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. The only, I think he'll have a harder time overcoming that fucking Skechers commercial. Yes. He can get away with wearing those fucking shoes. Tony, but also it's money. So, you know, I can't blame him. Yeah. If his jacket was like, I already thought it was too big. Like those CBS fucking jackets. It's like, guys, stop. If it was just like one inch longer or bigger it would have covered it up yeah they're like too big up here but not long enough down here like there's yeah, a weird which, that's what she said <laughs> i don't know i i really wish he would respond but maybe it's funnier that he didn't because it almost oh. makes it that much more true but i mean yeah he just he didn't like yeah what do they call that like shake it out enough or something no, but- that's what's cracking me up is like so many dudes are coming out of the woodworks and they're like, man, you can, I don't even know what they said, but there was this one really long where they're like, you could, you could shake that thing out for 10 seconds, slam it up against the wall and shut it in the door. And you're still going to get a spot on your pants. I'm like, what? yeah, khaki is not a good time. God, man. Whatever they were, light gray. It was, it was a, like, it was a lighter gray fucking slack. And that's just, they obviously were told to wear that right. because they were going to have to have a CBS jacket, but it's also cowboy color. So I was okay with it. Yeah. They should have just swapped those though. Gray jacket, navy blue pants next year. Come on, right. CBS. Black pants, help, maybe. Help your commentators help themselves. Yeah. So we ask. Well, I guess, yeah, we should probably get a dude on here to really talk us through, you know, that, that entire, but yeah, no, that's. We're going to have to start. I love you, Tony, but we wouldn't be doing anybody a favor by not bringing that up. Like we were definitely texting about it live show. People with higher clout than you and I are talking about this. So us bringing it up ain't no thing. Yeah. But I feel for him. And also I think he can fucking handle it. I really think he's going to be just Yeah. I wish he would come out with like a MyPillow infomercial and just be like, my pee pants. I mean, give it like four days. We'll probably have, he'll like, he's probably getting DMs from Depends to do sponsorships or whatever. That would be hilarious. Uh, Lisa Renna, she did a Depends ad and made like millions. 
Yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, he did Skechers. You've already gone down. You've already swooped that. You've already sold your soul, dude. Like, depends ain't gonna hurt. Pile it on. (laughs) Pit these guys up against each other. I would love for Depends to come out and tell us the money that they would pay Tony Romo to be a face of Depends. Right? You're going to start that on our new WCP Squared page. (laughs) Good pants, bad pants, pee pants. All the pants. Anyway, did you have anything else on the Super Bowl? That was my last topic. <laughs> oh, God. Let's fucking move on. I feel like I we've probably missed, like, really important shit, but those were my main points. Don't come here for the actual facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. No. No content here. Nothing to see here. This is like my therapy. <laughs> exactly. Instead of going to a therapist and spending money, we just Zoom each other every two Yeah, we just embarrass ourselves weekly on the internet. Which is funny because technically we're not embarrassing ourselves yet because only our friends fucking listen to this shit. It's worse. I would rather strangers listen. <laughs> You're right. I'd rather the people closest to us not know about this podcast. <laughs> I'm too old to fucking care. You know what? I got real onto somebody the other day because they were like, I don't count birthdays after 30, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why, motherfucker? Do I want to spend the rest of my life embarrassing myself? Absolutely not. But do I already have the people in my life that know exactly who I am that are who, that are going to be here with me the rest of my life? Yeah. People that know me that fucking think that I'm weird now or something, I don't care. Well, and Fuck I mean, her. for me to pretend that like I don't just go through life embarrassing myself on an everyday basis. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. I could not do this podcast. It's not going to take away from any embarrassing embarrassment of myself. Same. Same. I might as well attempt to get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll pee in my pants for money. Fuck it. What do I got to do? Depends. I'll pee in my pants, down my leg, into a pair of, a pair of fucking Skechers. Pay or me. a cowboy boot. That's just actually happened. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were like, really telling the story about how we were at the bar and the line was too long for the bathroom and you were like, I'm peeing, I'm peeing, I'm peeing myself right now. And I was like, what? What's happening? And she just peed right into her boot. Peed into my boot. And, and I still it literally worked. <laughs> it did. It was weird and I don't know how to explain it. Wearing a dress, so it worked out. I definitely threw those underwear straight into the trash once I got to the bathroom. <laughs> That time, and then also the time that we were at the lake on the boat with like 57 too many people on the boat for its capacity watching fireworks. Oh, yep. I know. And you were so drunk and you were like, I'm about to puke. I'm about to puke. And I... In my drunken state, created a diversion, which I don't even remember what it was. I think I just literally told people, oh my God, look. And the entire (laughs) boat believes that I like am showing them something. And Rainy just pukes on herself. But kind of over the side of the boat. I didn't puke on myself. True. It wasn't that bad. And if it was, it was straight alcohol. (laughs) No, that's exactly what it was. It was clear. That's how it worked because you just were like puking. And then I created a diversion so you could like continue and finish puking and nobody knew. (laughs) Forever grateful for that. Yeah, seriously. Like, hey, sorry, Keith. I puked on your boat once. (laughs) Hey, Keith, shout out. When are we going back on that boat? No shit. Maybe we do a pod from the boat. He'd be so in. He would be. Oh. I don't know how the Wi-Fi situation would work, but we'll figure it out. God, how embarrassing. Cool. So that's our life. Me and Jess. Jess and me. Me doing embarrassing shit every time Jess is around, but thankfully, okay. because she creates diversions. As if I'm not embarrassing myself at the same time being like, look, and there's nothing fucking there. Yeah, but nobody remembers that. We were trash. Anyway. Yeah, total. It was just Come at me, Depends. Yeah. Are you sure, Depends? You sure you don't want to pick this sponsorship ad up? Are there mouth Depends? I fucking hope not. Well, I guess now masks. 
Yeah, so that's true. You got to puke. Depends. Just that's a business yeah. opportunity, and we want credit. We want a cut. copyright. Yep. Coined here at WCP. You know me. Thank you. Okay, moving on. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Where do you think he's going? I like. I feel like they started talking about it, but I don't even know if it was realistic. Well, supposedly um, they were like moments away from closing with the Bears, which I'm like, does the Bears organization just like actually hate their fan base? Yes. Like, and I'm sorry. If the Bears get Carson Wentz and Nick Foles goes back to the Eagles, I will never stop laughing. I will <laughs> never let that go. Yeah, the I'm most, with you. The most ridiculous headline I saw today was Eagles quickly losing leverage in Carson Wentz trade efforts. Yeah. Uh, can someone fucking explain what leverage they actually have? <laughs> Please. No one can convince me otherwise that the Bears aren't negotiating with their goddamn selves for Carson yeah. Wentz. Like, no one else is on the table for that. So true. I'm heated. I'm heated. I'm sorry. It's Carson Wentz. I know. I, fu- I totally fucking get it. I'm with you. I don't understand. There's big talks about the Bears. There was big talks about Indy. It, that, all of these roles have now kind of slowed. So it's like, I don't know. There was something I read about the Eagles needing to trade him, like, mid-March to like maybe save $40 million. I don't know. So what exactly are they bringing to the table? Like, hey, he led the league in interceptions, turnovers, and sacks in 2020. He played 12 games, but he's a really great guy. Like, what are they What are they fucking negotiating? I don't know. Like, there's a blackmail situation happening here, if anything. Dude, for real. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to dive deeper if I gave more of a shit. But I need to know what the angle is. Like, I have to know. I need to know because, like, that's got to be the most hilarious content is somebody trying to convince someone else to fucking pick up Carson Wentz. For, like, they're asking for, like, two first-round draft picks. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yes. No, Sorry, I get Brian. it. If he goes to the Bears, like, like y'all, y'all would be better keeping Mitch Trubisky. No, he's so mad about it. I'm sure. So mad. About I would be it. jumping off buildings about it. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's like, focus on someone more like Deshaun Watson. Like, what can we do? Anyone there? else? Anyone Literally anyone. Else. Anyone. Yeah. anyone. No, I know it's bad. Like, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know how much longer that's going to last. I don't know if he'll go anywhere or not. I don't. I don't fucking know. Just yeah. had to talk about that because like the headlines came out recently that it was like close. Like they were like about to yeah. fucking ink the deal. And now yeah. clearly that's not happening because it's been several days. Yeah. Either it's fake or someone's getting greedy. Well, that's what I think. I'm wondering if this is just a complete div- like not diversion. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, that's what you do. <laughs> I do diversions. Yeah. I think, no, like a this- smoke and mirrors where like maybe they were just trying yeah. to draw attention to it. So other people or other teams would be like, ooh, maybe we want yes. Carson Wentz. That's what I think. I think the Eagles put this switch. out in the universe and created this media attention and to see if anyone would fucking bite. And yeah. the Bears are the only like idiotic team that did. And now they're like, wait, 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 JK, JK. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's how I'm interpreting it. So i um, very yeah. anxious to watch that play out. Me too. Me too. But yeah, I- speaking of trash. <laughs> continuing with trash jose canseco oh my god i cannot listen to an interview with that guy it's the most cringy thing skin crawls oh my gosh so oh god even thinking about it is crawly what i think is hilarious is we'll just pretend this fight never happened yet but because really it doesn't matter but he's all you know talking shit and he's gonna you know 
knock out Billy football in 10 seconds. But then is like, oh, well, I know, I know who my second fight's going to be, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, who? And he says, my daughter's boyfriend, which Jose Canseco's daughter is a fucking supermodel. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And of yeah. all of this, I feel bad for her. Like, terrible for her. I feel I, terrible. My heart breaks. However, so bad for her. Do you know where her boyfriend is? Logan Paul? Yeah. Is it? Yes. It's either Logan or Jake. I always fuck those two up. It's probably Logan, but man, I did not make that connection. Because one of them I think is less douchey than the other for sure. Logan is the less douchey one. Okay, so it may be him, but... um, I'm pretty sure it would be Logan if she's dating either one. Because Jake has like now secluded himself and he used to date that girl who's like, I can't remember her name, Julia Rose or whatever. And they like broke up. And he's like secluding himself now to focus solely on boxing. So I just, I bet it's Logan. Gross. But no, I'm, I'm with you. I feel, I feel for her more than anyone in this whole situation. Yeah. And she tweeted this whole thing that was like, I understand how things can be sometimes, but like, he stole my dad. Like, please leave me out of it. And there's Absolutely. people who are like feeling bad for Jose Canseco. And I'm like, listen, I get that there was a moment like, cause I bought this rough and rowdy. Like, have you ever watched rough and rowdy? Of course not. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's fucking electric. Like, I mean, (laughs) y'all buy UFC fights, you're buying the wrong fucking fights. Like, I'm just telling you. These are like, I mean, it's just so funny. I I don't know. I can't. Like, you're right. I need to go up there and fight in like fucking board shorts or denim jeans. No helmets. Like, these are just like amateur, like off the street fighters. It's so funny. But that's what's hard for me because I don't like to watch fights. Like, I appreciate the sport for what it is, but like, and almost the respect there. But I don't like to actually, it's like I watch most of it through my fingers because I just, I don't do good with that shit. So that's what's funny is I'm the same way, but this is the shit I can handle because it's funny. Okay. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, the UFC stuff gets too serious and too brutal and too bloody. This is just like fucking hilarious. Okay. All right. Like, anyway, so I did buy it. It was 20 fucking bucks. Like, and, and people who are bitching about like wanting their money back, like go fuck yourself because Shizat the Rizat knocked out I Eat Ass and it was fucking awesome. And that's their names, by the way. Like Shizat the Rizza and I Eat Ass. Like awesome. Tell me that's not hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. But yeah, so Jose Canseco, Billy Football. Jose Canseco, like going into the fight, like was struggling getting into the fucking ropes. So Kind of knew how this was going to go, but Billy Football came out swinging and it took less than 10 seconds for Jose to fucking fetal position in the corner, took a dive, and then claims he has a bum shoulder. There was a moment in that moment where it was like, okay, this is kind of sad. Just because he has like, he apparently needs the money really bad and he's like this, you know, ex- MLB star who's like the roids and ratted out all of his friends and he did, he did do there's that. maybe a moment in that where you're like fuck this is kind of sad but he ended up making like over a million a million dollars, dollars. Yeah. yeah right yeah so it's like I don't feel that fucking bad no and also it was his choice to do all this and it's exactly to act the way he acts and like I do get it to a certain level but like I'm no I feel yeah. no his daughter has my heart not that dude agree yeah so. 
I think it's interesting though, because I think the fact that Jose Canseco made over a million dollars on this, I think that might start a new celebrity fight thing coming into Rough and Rowdy. Oh, yeah. We'll have to give him credit for that then. So I don't know. I don't think I really had much else on that. Just wanted to kind of report, you know, Jose Canseco lost that fight and in, in a very embarrassing total. Especially with the lead up, right? Like if anybody yeah. listened, y'all just like Google literally just go listen to pardon my take like go google oh, that was so embarrassing that I tried to bet them like half a million dollars that he was gonna win and shit and then it kept going for like 45 minutes i'm like i cannot listen to this anymore i am cringe level is at an all-time high bring on bring on more players let's support the freaking america with celebrity ridiculous fights We're yeah it's one. like celebrity death match but like in real life yes yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, I just had a quick thing I wanted to bring up and really a quick thing because I just love this guy and I am so happy that he won this award, but Alex Smith and the comeback player of the year is like, if you can watch that video and not at least get like maybe a little bit of burning in your eyes because tears might fall, like especially watching Alex Smith, like when his family comes on and he's like nostril flaring because he's like about to just ball. And I haven't watched his documentary yet, but I really want to. Yeah, just, I haven't either, but I need to. Yeah, just a fan. And like everybody that got on there, like he had such big names come on that video, like telling him congratulations and stuff like that. And when you think about it, like it's fucking badass that he did what he did like yeah for sure it's so insane so anyway i was just really excited for him about that that was awesome well deserved very well deserved that dude's fucking awesome no one Uh, else deserves that hopefully next uh, one will be dak yeah boy heart emoji oh yeah super heart emoji also dak was in the video for him too which was super cool Oh, I was going to say to speak to Tom Brady's situation yet again, we're calling him a goat. But what I'm saying is come on down to Dallas and win a Super Bowl for us and we'll see if you can really be called a goat then. Yeah, I saw a tweet today that was like, breaking news, NFL commissioner has now decided all Super Bowls will be hosted at Dallas Cowboys Stadium. That way there's never home field advantage. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> kind of fair. Uh, fucking hilarious. And keep jinxing us motherfuckers. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. But no, uh, seriously though, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if we ever really had a chance to like get Tom Brady, but it's like, maybe we should have like looked into that. Just <laughs> yeah, kidding. Love just you, like, Dak. No, just yeah. ignore that. I didn't say that. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll forget it. It's fine. Um, what else you got? Well, I am going to jump back to fighting for like just a tad bit, but this is not really getting enough media attention. But apparently, speaking of Logan Paul, him and Floyd Mayweather yeah. have actually postponed their fight. Really? Yeah. And that's why I feel like, I mean, maybe I just don't like follow a lot of fighting stuff, but I feel like I do enough. And I saw where Logan Paul announced it on his podcast, but I really haven't seen Floyd talk about it at all. And I just feel like there's not a lot of talk, but they apparently have postponed it. Logan kind of was like it was a mutual decision, but I'm wondering if it was more on Paul than Floyd because Floyd's like all over talking about wanting to fight 50 Cent and somebody else, I can't remember, and acting like he's going to book some fights in the future, like in the near future. So I'm kind of wondering if that means this was more on Logan not Floyd. Logan kind of said like, we really want to wait and do this when we can do it right and have fans. And and I'm like, okay, well, good fucking luck. See you never. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like he's maybe not prepared and he's definitely going to get his fucking ass kicked. So that's what's making me think it's more on him. Yeah. But that's just an allegedly take from Jess. Yeah. No, I can get down with that. I mean. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention it. Thought it was weird. I have seen hardly any media on that at all. Yeah. Because it was so built up a while back when all yeah. that shit was going down. So yeah. No, that's well, interesting. They were trying to get people to buy it early. That was their big thing. Like they had like a early bird that's, special fucking price. Probably what happened is like nobody fucking bought in. So they're like, we're not doing this. If nobody's pre-buying this, like they're not that interested. I, I don't know if it's that. I mean, maybe but I'm also just like, since they postponed it, are they yeah. not refunding people? Because that's fucked up too. Deep dive. I haven't read into it, but you know, a lot of times it's like, if they use the term postpone, they don't have to refund you. Yeah. Um, anywho. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Other thing I wanted to talk about was sports gambling legalization update. The yeah. Investment bank Morgan Stanley released an analysis that they did stating that they believe 12 more states are going to be expected to legalize sports gambling in 2021. Kind of sounds like legislators are finally starting to realize like the revenue that can come from this. Yeah. Even more important in a pandemic. Texas was one of those states. So obviously like we have a big vested interest in that happening. Other states listed were Arizona, Connecticut, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Missouri, Ohio, Oklahoma, and South Dakota. Now that I say that, I will say that I think like Louisiana already passed the legalization. It's probably just not deployed yet. So that could be in maybe a couple of these states. I'm not sure. I also was surprised to see Oklahoma on this list because I had read that they are like not against it, which shocked me. Me too. They have casinos. So like it seems pretty like. But maybe that's why, right? Because they don't want to take away from that. But I'm like, wouldn't that be adding to it? Yeah, I feel like that's not a takeaway, but I don't know. Um, So anyway, I thought that one, I was surprised to see that one on the list because the last I had read, it was kind of like one of the last states above Utah that they thought would ever legalize sports gambling. Yeah. So who knows, but cross your fucking fingers because... I'm shocked we're on there. So yeah. um. I'm not as shocked. I think there's a lot of people pushing for it. Um, Unfortunately, my uncle, state representative, not one of them. Maybe I can change his mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's work on that. But actually, no longer state representative, now senator. Can't keep up. Um, moving on. Oh, I don't know why I put this here, but one more thing I wanted to talk about, which actually goes back to the Super Bowl. I don't know if you saw like this headline about the streaker. Oh, I literally have that on my list to bring up. So supposedly he made a prop bet yep. of $50,000 at yep. plus seven fifty that a yep. streaker would go onto the field, meaning he would have won like $350,000, $375,000. I don't buy this. I don't either because who would take that? Yeah. Prop bets have limits, especially these like Super Bowl novelty prop bets. Yeah. Like think about it in terms of like there's a prop bet for Gatorade color. Somebody had to fucking make that Gatorade. Somebody, multiple people probably out there in the world know the answer to that. So there's limits on these bets. They're hyped up for the Super Bowl. I would find it hard to believe that that's a real fucking story. Yeah. That's how I, that's literally what I have written on here. Streaker question mark. Did he really bet and make money or is that fake? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to need like a booker to confirm that or especially because that slip something. I don't buy that. Yeah, because especially because there was all the stories that came out about his friend that was with him that like created a diversion. Thanks, girl. (laughs) So he could like actually get out onto the field, which 
assured him making the money because if he would have just gone out there immediately, then they would have caught him before he even touched the field. Right. So I'm just like, there's like you just explained. I mean, I think it's fake. Come forward. If you, if you, if you took that bet, please come forward and show yourself. Cause I, yeah. I don't, I'm not believing it. Yeah. Me neither. So then that was a quick one. So another quick one, halftime show, yay or nay. Listen, I think, was it one of my like favorite, most memorable halftime shows? Absolutely not. I think that it's getting a lot of hate, but I think the hate that he's receiving is from like a demographic that the Super Bowl just like does not fucking care about. So like, yeah, you probably didn't like it. It's not meant for you. Yeah. I also think people need to remember this guy's story. Like he used to be homeless. Like he has a great come up story. And if you don't know what it is, fucking read about it because it's awesome. Yeah. He's a huge fan. I love his music. He's a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. He is. He listens to the podcast weekly. Yeah. He's big women camp parlay guy he only he only listens to it on the weekend wow (laughs) we gotta end this we gotta end this we gotta go cheese on cheese yeah that just happened no i i thought it was great i don't really know that he needed to spend seven million dollars of his own money to like make that whole stands in the stage thing and all that but you know what that's his deal like he can afford to do that and that's what he wanted to do and i didn't hate it like i did not hate it at all but i can't also sit here and be like oh it was one of the best shows Yeah. So my opinion, I fucking loved it. Like I love the weekend. I love his music. And the fact that he did spend that much money because he did want to have the effect of like, there aren't that many fans in the stands. So I want to, I want to try and incorporate you guys sitting on your fucking couches or in your suit, in your freaking movie theater rooms or like at a bar or wherever the fuck you're watching this. Like I commend him for that. Like that's his money and he chose to spend it on that. Bravo. Like, and I'm always a fan of creativity. Like same, nobody's same. done that before. So like that, I love, it was different. Yeah. Same. Like I thought, I think a lot of the things coming out of it are pretty funny. Like someone's like, men should never do halftime shows there. He didn't even have one wardrobe change. <laughs> I did see that. I forget. Who said and, it. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious, but I'm like, who cares? Like, again, I'm a, I'm a real fan of him as a human being and as an artist. So I was excited just to hear his music. Literally. I wouldn't have given, given a shit if he sat up on the stage and George straighted it and just lit, sang his songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, no, he, he's very talented and I just I was like, not I, mad at it. Like I thought it was great. I'm not going to say it was like life changing, but like I liked it. Yes. Yeah. Last year. I'm sorry, but that's, what's going to, that's, what's always going to happen. Right. Shakira and JLo fucking killed it. Yeah. Convince me otherwise yeah, because I will kill you. That can't be undone yeah. or can't it be cannot. overdone. Whatever. Yeah. It was insane. It was so ridiculous and so good, but they, they still got so much hate from it. So it's like, there's so many people on this planet. So whenever somebody does something, it's, it's always going to be shot on. Yeah. And that just is what it is. It blows my mind sometimes. Cause I'm like, how do you rip something like that apart? Okay, cool. Let's I know. get over yourself. Take and again, it's chill. like the people who are ripping it apart. I'm like, that's not for you. They're not, they're they're You're not who they're trying to appeal to. Sorry. Yeah. Well, and I, Always want to ask those people too, like, okay, I'm interested. What is your favorite halftime show? Because I have a feeling you have this opinion about every single fucking Super Bowl halftime show. Or like the question is, who would you like to see instead? That's the question I would like to ask. No, totally agree. Uh, Speaking of J-Lo though, one topic we could talk about that's not on our list is, uh, have you heard about this A-Rod cheating scandal? 
Listen, another one, because Jose Canseco, you know, just like hates J-Rod because he apparently, remember, cheated with his like second wife or whatever, Jessica. Probably all of them, but yeah, continue. (laughs) Yeah, but was with J-Lo when that happened, but supposedly it was a big old like bullshit thing. Jose doesn't think that, but no, like I don't, I don't watch like any reality TV, but I kept seeing, I felt like it was like bachelor or real housewives vibes southern charm which i'm a big ah. southern charm fan over here okay um, well, i have can... will say have not caught up on the season so i haven't actually watched the reunion where this goes down in the dms okay. or she shows andy but madison yeah. Lacroix is her name she came okay, on the I know her. She's dating a guy on the show named austin Wait, do they still date or are they the ones that are caught up in this whole Chris and Cavallari, Jay Cutler drama? He is caught up in that. Yes. This is a whole like circle of things where Austin and Madison were dating. They've been on and off. They end up Splitsville and then, you know, Kristen and um, Jay were Splitsville and then Jay and Madison were like photographed together, hanging out. And then yes, like at one point. Kristen and Austin and Craig, who's also on the show, had this like night out together. They went to a wedding or something. So then that was in the headlines that there was like this crisscross situation happening. And then now Madison's come out. Well, actually, it wasn't even her that came out and said it, I guess. She talked about it on the reunion, but they did not like disclose the name. They just said famous XLB, XMLB star. And then her friend is the one who came out saying it was A-Rod. So it's apparently have been, it's been going down in the DMs. And then all of her castmates were accusing her actually flying to Miami and meeting up with him and hooking up with him. She's denying that and saying all they've ever done is like FaceTime and talk DMs. But yeah. Still bad. Still not good. Would- yeah. Not a good look. She's one to come with the receipts. So like, I don't know why she's yeah. kind of not done that yet but A-Rod even says one word because that's kind of what happened to Jay. Jay kind of came out and made a comment and then she was like here's my receipts, here's our DMs. I saw that, yeah. So I don't know but A-Rod and J-Lo were spotted together the day after and now I've got to catch up on Southern. Yeah, I need you to do that and let me know because it's an excellent show if you're into reality so just if if I'm not. Yeah, you're not going to like it. It's one of my faves. Yeah, well I've heard that's one of the better ones of reality TV that and below deck. Um, See, I've never watched below deck and yes, I hear it's so good, but I just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like follows on Instagram. I can't commit to any more. Of them. Well, that's, that's the thing with any reality. There's way too much yeah. for me now. And I've never started. So if I start now, like I, yeah. I don't have the time. I've had to cut so many out of my life already, but it's like the challenge will always be number one. And then real housewives, just because I started from the beginning. So I'm just, it's one of those things where I'm like, it's yeah. a train that I'm on and I'm not jumping off. And then like, yeah, Southern charm and a few like random bravo one summer house couple maybe other mtv ones but not not crazy well i'm interested in this whole a-rod situation because j-lo seriously like who the fuck cheats on j-lo like i don't not a thing it's something i can't understand nope we'll never it's that's it's the same freaking beyonce jay-z saga where i'm like really what are you you fucking kidding me man I don't get it. Not doing it. Nope. I don't get it. I yeah. Never. So anyway, that's all I'll say about that. Okay. Well, we'll wrap this up. 
So the only other thing I was going to say, you know, obviously now that we're moving away from football, normally we talk about our picks on here, but it just doesn't make sense to talk about our picks on this podcast for the sports that are going on right now. Just too many games, multiple games per week. And by the time like we talked about them here and then posted the podcast and then you actually go listen, like those games are going to be yesterday's news. So, you know, for now we'll still, you know, obviously incorporate gambling and, and sports betting talk. But if you want our picks, you'll need to go to our social media media page to check those out at women can't parlay twitter and or instagram just wanted to say that because i just don't think it makes sense i mean we'll obviously talk about teams and you know especially when we start heading more into like march madness postseason stuff we'll we'll definitely get into it well and we might even talk about shit on here but we're not going to give you like actual straight up that's what i mean like we'll talk about teams and how things are going down we're not going to just like abandon these other sports but there's just no point in us sitting here listing picks for you know today when this podcast won't come out for like three more days so um oh, shit. picks will be on the social media platforms yes anyway let us know tell your friends tell your family get everybody involved let's make this a movement yes a women can't parlay I mean, movement but listen still. to our podcast and give us a review to make us feel better about our shit shows of lives yeah if you just really can't take the time to write up a nice little review for us at least go five star our ass Please. So quick, it's easy. I forced like five people to do it two days ago. Yeah, we did get like some more this week. So I was like, Rainy must be yeah. talking to people. I am. That's what I bring. <laughs> yeah, I apparently won't ever be out in humanity ever again. I don't know. Just kidding. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to dinner on Saturday. <laughs> Fancy. All right. Yeah, anyway, mom's about to be here. She's probably going to judge me because my Christmas decorations are still up. So yeah, she wasn't she- supposed to come till tomorrow. So like... Whatever, you know what? It's 2020, so like I can leave Christmas up all fucking year if I want to. It's definitely 2021, but yes, you can. I mean, well, <laughs> good call. That doesn't tell you where I'm at mentally. I don't know what fucking will. Exactly. On that note. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't. 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 Women can't.